Hello everyone and welcome back to the Green Witch Podcast. I am your host, Ash Meadows, and today we're going to be discussing Yule. I do apologize for the delay in this episode. I do know that people are probably already trimming their trees and preparing for Yule, but I um, time got away from me and the holidays always creep up on me like this and So again, my apologies for the delay, but I did not want to not have something for you to discuss Yule. So what is Yule? So Yule falls on December 21st. It is the winter solstice and the shortest day of the year in terms of light. And that's for us in the Northern Hemisphere here. And we welcome the sun's return to the light. So even though that one day is shorter, days progressively get lighter and lighter as we go towards the summer solstice or midsummer. Depending on the tradition, um, there's a lot of different lure that kind of falls on Yule. So there's the battle of the Oak and the Holly King where the Oak King triumphs to symbolize the return of the light. There's also Odin and the Wild Hunt, which could bo- possibly be the origin of Santa Claus. There's the story of Krampus and also Persephone's return and welcoming of spring. There seems to be a theme of battle between light and dark at this time of year with all these uh, lore touch points. Um, so it's just really, really interesting to kind of see how that um on the solstices, we do have these kind of turn of events of that battle between light and dark. So there's a lot of different symbolism and other traditions involved with Yule. So the first that we're going to talk about is the Yule tree. So usually this is of a pine of some sort. It can be cut or potted. No offense to anybody that has a artificial. I do have one myself. Um, we do have some pets, so sometimes the real ones get nibbled on and people get sick. So <laughs> we don't want our little furry friends to um, knock things over and damage anything. So with that being said, if you like the more traditional ornaments of the season, you know, decorate as you will. Um, but also it's fun to really put some natural decorations on your Yule tree. You can do strings of rosebuds, popcorn, cranberries, or even hang cinnamon sticks. You can also hang bags of herbs, crystals, if you should choose. And a lot of people also like drying, uh, apple, orange, and lemon slices to make ornaments, natural ornaments for their trees. There's also the tradition of the Yule log, which is also traditionally made of pine or of oak, and it also represents the returning light. If you don't have a fire pit or a fire place or a fire pit, excuse me, um, you can take a log and you can put holes uh, or drill holes big enough to fit candles, whether they be regular or tea light. Um, it's a really great secondary option as well. It's, it's more of the representation of the return of the light. Um, if you are collecting, uh, logs for whatever reason, whether you have a fire or not, um, to collect them from fallen trees or branches, and also not to forget to ask and also thank the spirits of the land for your, uh, new gift. Some altar decor. 
evergreens super prominent so some of those are pine rosemary bay juniper and cedar you can also decorate with crystals uh, clear quartz lemon quartz peridot ruby onyx snowflake obsidian snow quartz and bloodstones are prominent crystals of this season colors should you choose to use them are green red white and gold and also in lieu of the yule log if you don't have access to either thing or don't feel comfortable having something that's rather flammable in your home if you don't have a fireplace is you can also place a candle within a cauldron to represent the returning of the light so herbs that can be used traditionally are holly mistletoe ivy cedar bay juniper rosemary pine apples oranges lemons nutmeg and cinnamon and also please note when you're using natural ingredients and or decor to be mindful what's safe for our furry friends holly mistletoe poinsettias those are highly toxic to pets so if you do choose to have them either placing them in a place that's out of reach or where the, a, a room that they may not go into or just avoiding purchasing them or having them at all just because it can be very very dangerous to our fur friends Traditional food and drinks are nuts, apples, pears, meat, especially pork, cookies and cakes, hibiscus, and or ginger tea. So kind of moving along with that, you know, how can we, how can we talk about um, preventing waste during this time of year and even ethical gifting? Because we do sometimes uh, keep that tradition of exchanging gifts on Yule. I'm sure many of you, especially if you've been in this space for a long time, and especially if you're coming to this uh, space of mine here, um, you've probably noticed that the holidays, especially around Yule, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, you know, this time of year, uh, December especially, um, can be quite wasteful in terms of what we do for gift giving and overall decorations and things like that. So it's really important to be mindful how we can shift our perspective into a more earth-centered, earth-focused practice so that we can protect the earth down the road since we are in a climate crisis. So how can we prevent waste on Yule? If you have a potted Yule tree, you can plant it. If you have a false one, you can reuse that. Um, and if you have a cut one, you can use, um, if you have trimmings from it, like say the stump was too short to go in your stand, so you had to make some trimmings around the bottom and you have some extra pieces, you can make other decor with them. Uh, you can use it to make a wreath and you can also use it for infusing cleaning vinegar. So you would take take the small pieces of the pine needles and the pine branches, whatever pine you choose, and you can place them in a jar. It doesn't have to be any particular jar. Um, I just save sauce jars and things like that to use them. You use distilled white vinegar, and you let that infuse for approximately two to three weeks in a cool, dry place. 
And then once that infusion has happened, you would strain it uh, of the pine um, pieces and then you can use it for cleaning. And honestly, I actually really do love the um, pine scented vinegar that I use versus my citrus infusion that I use. You can use that as well. You can use citrus uh, rinds or even your dried um, pieces if you choose to use them on your tree. Um, to make, infuse the vinegar and use that for cleaning later on. You can combine them as well. Also a really lovely scent. I just really love that kind of just fresh smell of the vinegar. Continuing with the dried citrus rings, should you be using them, you can use them for the cleaning vinegar. You can also crumble them up and place them in um, incense if you should choose. There's also composting as well. Um, you can definitely compost these. And when you are making purchases, regardless if they're for your Yule tree, your decorations, your gifts, always to try to support local small businesses for your holiday preparations. What, like I said, whether it be for gifting or for decoration or your Yule tree, it's really, really important. And this is a great way to, and an easy way to give back to your community as well. The other thing that I'd like to know actually about the citrus rings, if you are going to use them for your cleaning vinegar, if you can't use them right away, just freeze them. P totally fine to freeze them. You can even freeze part if you wanted to already have like kind of a dump it bag, almost like you would for a crock pot um, to, for your infusions throughout the year. So even if you had, say, for example, some trimmings from your tree, save those as well, freeze them. And then you can use them throughout the year. So you can have, you know, great smelling things throughout the year. And with that, I also want to talk about ethical gifting. So, like I said, we do see a lot of waste in the sense of, you know, wrapping paper and tissue and gift bags and all those things. Um, so, so here are some ways that we can kind of prevent a uh, little less waste during this time of year. You can save paper shopping bags if you receive them. A lot of people use reusable nowadays, so kind of getting the paper shopping bags is few and few. But you can use that for gift wrap instead of traditional wrapping paper because that can be recycled. You can also decorate them with reusable stamps um, and repurposed ribbons. So I, I always find myself kind of having a lot of ribbon lying around so I can always I always try to use that up or even yarn yarn looks very pretty as well and can be reused as also as decorations or what have you and just kind of use what you have on hand I have a tendency to especially with gift bags because I don't like to throw those away because sometimes I I find a piece that I just really can't find a piece of wrapping paper for whether it be a kind that I reuse or if I use um, sometimes I use um, cloth napkins if I'm not using them and or dish towels if I'm repurposing them if they've kind of gotten a little old and as long as they're not stained I usually will use those as well so I tend to keep the ones that I receive to be reused the next time you can just clip the little tag on them if, if they have your name on it because essentially that's the only thing that you know can't can't be reused or you could even cover it with a different um gift tag as well those little two from stickers so that's a really great way to kind of prevent wastefulness 
And if you can, make gifts, um, whether they're crafts or edible options. I got a really, really great um, brownie recipe that somebody made for me. It was like kind of in a mason jar and with instructions uh, on paper that were either tied with ribbon or string. And I really, really love that gift. And um, also... Um, my sister, she makes a really, really beautiful body sugar scrub too, that she gives me usually almost every Yule. And it's one of the best sugar scrubs I've ever used. And she won't give me her recipe. So I always beg her for that during Yule time. So, and she'll usually use a repurposed jar for that, um, as once it's sanitized. So another way that you can prevent waste is instead of swapping physical gifts, Swap them out through for experiences. My husband and I started doing this probably three or so years ago. We just, we're both very hard to shop for. We're very much one of those people. If it's something that we need or that we want, we'll kind of get it for ourselves before instead of waiting till a holiday or a birthday or what have you. So we decided that in lieu of Christmas gifts or, or Yule gifts, um, that we decided to give each other experiences throughout the year. We'll do kind of little knickknacky things, kind of like candies and gift cards and things like that, but mostly it's um, for experiences throughout the year. When it comes to holiday cards, typically a lot of people send these out um, to loved ones before the holidays. Try to choose an ethically sourced one when you can whether it be by a local artist or artisan, if you can. And also there's a really great program for um, Arbor Day. If you go to arborday.org, you can purchase greeting cards that plant a tree with each card purchased. They do have multi-packs and they're pretty reasonably priced, but it's also a really great way to give back. And another thing too that I, <laughs> I do quite often is re-gifting. So if it's something that I receive that I don't want to see in the landfill or not necessarily something sentimental, but I think that somebody else I know may like before I consider donating it because donating things that we don't want can be a problem too, um, especially when you use kind of bigger companies. They just, a lot of it does actually go to landfill. So try to either repurpose or re-gift if you don't think that you will use an item. For example, you could do a bottle of wine. Like, for example, I don't like Chardonnay. So when people gift me Chardonnay, I hold on to it and give it away at the holidays or bring it to a holiday party if I'm going to one because I don't care to drink it um, or anything else for that matter. So that's another thing that to keep in mind, too. I understand that it's definitely a very weird and uncomfortable thing to do because you think, oh, somebody gave this to me. They really put some thought into it. But... For example, my Chardonnay. Everybody always gives me Chardonnay, as even when I'm like, I don't really care for Chardonnay, and I tell people this, and I still get gifted it. So it's one of those things that sometimes it's unavoidable. So don't have any shame with regifting something. Um, and to close out, we're just going to talk about some astrology for Yule. So the Scorpio moon is shifting to enter Sagittarius on Yule. This energy can bring up some emotions, but to be spontaneous with your ritual with that. Um, use caution with harsh words because this has a very, very strong vibrational energy. 
So with that strong vibrational energy, if you put out a lot of negativity or harshness, um, that may not be good for you in return. And set goals for the coming soul year. So I'm not one to make resolutions. Um, I've never been a big, big fan, but I do set myself achievable goals. So when you think about if you want to call it resolutions or setting attainable goals, you know, everybody's like, oh, I, uh, most common one, I want to lose 20 pounds by the summer, or I want to start working out, or I want to do this, which are all great and attainable things when you put your mind to them. But sometimes we have to kind of reshape our thinking to make them more attainable. So instead of putting a goal out there that may seem very daunting and out of reach, think of a way that you can rephrase it to make it more attainable. So for example, um, I have struggled with my weight for a little while. And instead of saying, I want to lose X amount of pounds by X time, or I want to for, for the year even, I change it to, I would like to feel strong. I would like to feel comfortable in my body. And then I can work with ways to make me attain those goals. I also love to read. So I always like to try to push myself in that sense too. Um, you know, I'd like to say like, I'm going to read 50 books this year or what have you, or I have a certain series that I'd like to complete by the end of the year or a certain book. If it's especially daunting, um, I'm looking at it right now. It's Stephen King's it. I have not read it yet. And it's so thick and I want to read it, wanted to read it by the end of this year. So I'm just pushing it to next year. Cause I, I know I'm not going to have time and I got sucked into the book I'm reading now. So um, so setting, setting ourselves attainable goals and just think about when you come into this new solar year, how you can reframe your thinking to make those goals attainable. The dark moon is on the 23rd, uh, December 23rd, excuse me, and is in Capricorn. It is a super dark moon. So that actually means that we have two dark moons in this month. So watch out for that energy. And then the full moon uh, after Yule, which will be on January 6th, will be in Cancer. And, you know, being that it's in a water sign, it's it's going to be an emotional moon. So take extra special care for yourself, especially now that once now by then the hustle and bustle of the holidays are kind of gearing down and you're kind of getting into yourself again and preparing for, even though the light is returning, there are, especially if you live in the Northern Hemisphere, quite a few harsh cold months coming up. So January and February being the most cold usually. So preparing for that and just, just go easy on yourselves. I, I know that the holidays can be hard for a variety of reasons for many people, um, myself included, but just try to slow down and take a moment to just enjoy the time with family while you can. If you choose to, if you choose to make it with friends that are family, even if you choose to just spend it at home with your spouse or your significant other or your pets, do what feels right for you. At the end of the day, that's all we can do for ourselves is what feels good and what feels right for ourselves. 
as always, thank you. Many blessings to everyone. I hope everyone has a safe and happy Yuletide season. And I look forward to the next one. Blessed be everyone.